There's an idea right now that I'm exploring, uh, which I'm not even sure, frankly, what kind of label to put it or how to put it concisely. But something maybe along the lines of that we assemble ourselves as individuals in the same way that we assemble anything else and that our existence really and true as as individuals really and truly is contingent on this um uh this kind of package that we put together and on the elements that we bring together so what what reasons do we have to to suppose such a view so we say that it can be that a civilization has advanced to the highest degrees of development and yet a baby born in this civilization has a compl- or a, a, a blank mind or at least a mind blank uh, of the, the, the contents of the civilization. We're not going to say this theory that it's completely blank as in without tendencies, without predilections, without... Um, natural kind of dispositions and, and behavioral characteristics it doesn't need to be blank like that but it's blank of language it's blank of culture it's blank of uh, uh, scientific and philosophical knowledge and of art and poetry and music and uh, anything and everything else and, and this is so again no matter how advanced the, the given uh, civilization is in which a baby is born and, and if a baby is if if uh, the, the content of of the civilization is not transmitted to uh, the the baby through the senses, through hearing, through touch, excuse me, probably through that's probably mainly it, right? or or should not through through sight and through hearing generally, but right in a case such as Helen Keller, perhaps through touch eventually, uh, uh, can, there can things can come through. Then then there's no then, then it's uh it, is there an individual there? Of what sort, right? It's it would be difficult to imagine what it's like to to to, to be a, a a person like that who hasn't been taught anything at all, and who hasn't been taught a language, and hasn't been uh, um, to whom no knowledge has been transmitted. What would it be like to to be that person, apart from just uh, maybe a description from from Helen Keller before she learned a language afterward? She allegedly said, uh, attributed to her that she said it was like a, 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 a nothing, so to speak. It's just a, a darkness and silence and, and chaos and just burst of emotion. So we see kind of here rather clearly that uh, a person's individuality in this sense is not given to them. It's not something that is a birthright and it just kind of comes along uh, by itself. Uh, there has to be a massive effort to transmit a massive quantity of ideas and tools to each new mind that comes about and uh, this this effort needs to be done in each and every case and it can, no, no amount of prior labor can can uh, do the trick for a new mind that comes around again we can reach it let's say a civil peak of of, of uh, supreme civilization in a couple hundred years and still, as we understand it, unless there's some kind of vast shift in, in everything, uh, each new baby that would come around uh, would have to be taught everything from scratch. Or not necessarily from scratch, as in a baby, as in negating the kind of the, the, the cumulative knowledge, but meaning it, it would have to be taught anew. Let's put it that way. So this is very interesting. And uh, if, if we see this quite clearly 
in uh, uh, when we when we bring to our attention an extreme like that, such as that the fact that a, a baby who is not uh, taught uh, that nothing is going to emerge from him or her, it's not going to again, it, it's not going to magically be the case that all of a sudden baby's going to start speaking a language. There are these actually his. Uh, crazy experiments done if by by monarchs allegedly at least um, centuries ago uh, where they wanted to find out what the original language of humankind was so they left infants uh, uh, under caretakers with strict instructions to not speak to them and uh, obviously there were, there was no they, they never spoke and, and we see these things tragically sometimes that babies are abandoned and or or um, locked as some kind of awful abusive situation and the speech never develops and, and nothing ever just magically develops that the person doesn't come about so if we see this here it would stand to reason that uh and there, there's that's the the process of how we construct a, a human being an individual as we bring together tools and ideas and we, we give uh, uh, the capacity for language and with this capacity, we can begin the, the transmission, the carryover of the wisdom and the knowledge uh, of, of, of countless, countless untold billions of, of uh, lives and, and of, of the efforts of so many previous minds throughout the millennia. Uh, but if there, the, the point here then is that there's no reason to suppose that it's a it's it's a it's a on and off type of thing like a light switch other uh, either on or off it would probably be more like a dimmer switch where you can uh, bring the light up more and more steadily and here it would seem then to be the same thing that it's not like either a person is is just uh, uh just like that a human being or is just uh what, what would be of, of us if we Goodness forbid, of course, uh, we're to be deprived of all language and all, of all contact and, 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 and of any and all knowledge. It wouldn't seem to be that way. It would seem that we could uh, continue to rise more and more and that there's infinite gradations going upwards, starting from uh, the, uh, being an infant and, and going up from there. And uh, consequently, we can think about the, the process there and, and how that works. And uh, it would seem to be that excuse me, that um, it, it, is, it, it is a question of internalizing and assimilating what we might call ideas. Now, what are ideas is a great question. Uh, an easier question maybe to ask is what are concepts? What are clusters? Or, or what are concepts? So the way that kind of I uh, talk about them is, is it would seem that we're able to bring together multiple aspects simple aspects of experience and then to, to cluster them all together and then, then call them by one name. And that's what we call a concept. And then a given uh, uh, aspect of, of that concept serves as a sign for the whole thing. So what's an example? So let's say something such as a stop sign to an English speaker, let's say. Is it a just um, a, an, an objectively material thing that has nothing at all to do with anybody? Or is it what we might better call a concept? So we say that if just the the shape of it, uh, the what is it, a pentagon, right? One, two, three, four, five, six. No, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. However many sides it has, it might be a pentagon. Whatever shape it is, hexagon. I don't know. Uh, it's uh, 
that's not the stop sign, is it? Neither is it the color red. Neither is it the color white. Neither is it simply when we say the, the letter stop, we think, oh, that means stop. But if we look at it, look at it carefully, we see it's a curve uh, of white on a, on a uh, red background, the curve of two lines, uh, a circular um, white line and, 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 and whatever is for the P. So we see that it requires knowledge to be able to read that as stop, even to pronounce it. But after that, the question is, what do we think of when we see this word stop? So then we have to have further knowledge. We have to understand this has to do with driving and has to do with pausing and has to do with hitting the brake. It has to do with potential, um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, tickets and, and problems with the law and paying money if we fail to do that and safety hazards and, and so forth and so on. Right, so we say that all of these things are brought together by, we can call it, it doesn't really matter what we call it, they're brought together mentally, by an act of will, whatever we want to say. And, and we see this clearly, if a person doesn't have one of these aspects, the, the concept, uh, what's in their mind as it concerns this sign is not the same thing that is in the mind of somebody that has all of these aspects. So for instance, if we bring in a person from another country who's never seen an American stop sign, cannot read English, they're not gonna just know what, what this is supposed to mean. It doesn't have any intrinsic meaning. It has meaning uh, be courtesy of our understanding because we brought it all together. But now a certain aspect of this uh, sign can bring the rest of it to mind. For example, if a person sees the, the white letters on a red background, the whole thing then comes to mind, right? Or for instance, a person can uh, hear the, the, the label stop sign, then they're going to think of the whole package or they can imagine it in their mind or imagine the visual or imagine the, the label, the name of it, and then it brings the whole thing to mind. So we say that if we break it down, do a little bit of logical reductionism, we can apparently break it down into simpler and simpler parts, both utilitarian uh, parts, such as the ticket will make me feel like this, and simple sensations that apparently cannot be broken down, such as red. How, how else do we define red except saying that the the name that designates that the name designates a sensation, which is what it is. So that, that's a little simpler if we look at it that way. That uh, concepts bring together aspects of experience. Now, ideas then might might be a name either for the same thing. It's I said. Depends how we name it, but, um, but that's not the point. The point is what is there actually to apprehend at hand. So the term idea, excuse me, could perhaps relate to pointing something out in the range and realm of, of possible experiences, uh, and, and then point and then kind of abstracting from it, inducing from it, and then saying that ref, uh, taking away the particularities. Uh, and the specifics and then kind of giving it a name and, and and indicating it, making it a feature of, uh, of our experience, a particular feature that we can directly apprehend. What's an example of that? So for example, um, we can say that an idea is that a person can only act for a motive, right? We might call that an idea. Uh, what is this? But what, what what are the grounds of this idea? So the grounds are first of all what we might call our own experience. We uh, say that any time that we do something, if we think about it, something proceeded in in our mind, uh, or if we paid attention, would have proceeded. Maybe it's what would be called an unconscious, 
uh, the original uh, impulse, but uh, generally speaking, preceded in our awareness uh, what we did. So, for instance, if we find ourselves going to the fridge in the middle of the night, it's not a pr- uh, uh, there was a desire that, that wanted to be met, such as hunger, right? So then we can kind of look at many, many, many different cases of this, and we can also think about it in whichever way it is possible to think about it using language, describing it, uh, visualizing it, remembering, and then we can see there's, or we can say, there's a single thing that is going on there. And that is what I'm going to call, what we're going to call the necessity of uh, an intent, the necessity of a motive, should we say. Uh, and so we gave it a name and we're referring to kind of the what we call what we deem to be the same thing as opposed to just these uh, these particular experiences across the board right meaning we again we in one case we get hungry so we go to the fridge to get something to eat in another case we want to go relax so we go to the beach in another case we want to earn more money so we find a new job in another case we want to feel good so we go the do an activity that'll help us feel good like watch a movie so so these are all specific cases so an, uh, an idea then could be a term that refers to abstracting from them taking away their particularities forget about the fact that here it was a movie here it was a ice cream here it was a job forget about the details and just pay attention to what's going on in each case which is that there's uh, we have to use words, but it would be referring to actual experience. There's what we call desire, and then there's something that is done to meet that desire. So here, by paying, kind of uh, uh, extracting that from our experience and abstracting it, uh, it um, we might say that that's an idea. And uh, excuse me. And consequently, we can find again a name for it, and we can refer to this idea. So anyhow, uh, it's not to say that's exactly how it is. These are just some ideas but uh, the idea is that uh, the, what's being transmitted then are our ideas and our concepts and once a language has been acquired and our instructions for how to think about thinking and how to think about experience and how to draw uh, a, a string throughout experience and, and refer one thing to another and consider one thing to be this and another thing to be that and discriminate between different experiences uh, and, and such, and, uh, and go from there, right? So we see again that this does appear to be a process of construction. It doesn't appear to be something that is just done automatically or, or uh, as a matter of course, and that efforts have to be expended by someone or others. So we see consequently, interestingly enough, um, that kind of the, the degree to which a person has been built is is hangs on on the labor that has been uh, put forth so for example if a person is uh, un- un- unfortunately has parents that are not too keen on w- what's called education but even this word right we have it so tied in with with colloquial kind of casual type of stuff of school like educational programs that it, it may reduce the, the kind of the gravity and the universality, that's the right word, universality, whatever, the, the globalness of what we're speaking about. We're not speaking about some kind of education like a K through 12 program and this and that. We're speaking just about a very abstracted 
uh, process that that uh, can be done in society, out of society, to some extent maybe uh, that in, in any in any civilization, in Roman times, in Greek times, we're not just speaking education like now we have it at least in, in this speaker's mind, right? It's like edu again educational programs, uh, the school board. We're not talking education like that. Uh, maybe a different word would be even better. Transmission, maybe. Right? So maybe parents that are not too keen on transmission, that don't really care too much, they don't really understand. Uh, what's the point and they themselves haven't it hasn't been done for them so the consequently they maybe they don't read a lot to, to the kid they don't speak a lot to the kid they don't explain anything they don't uh, talk about right and wrong and they don't they don't talk about morals and they don't talk about uh, how to treat other people and they don't talk about uh, just the usual course of things history science um, stuff like that, right? So we see that uh, a kid can grow up then not not as bad as um, with the, the Mowgli or with somebody who's been completely deprived of contact, doesn't have a language. So they have a language. They have the ability to communicate with others. They have the ability to uh, pursue their interest in a more or less rational, thought-out way, uh, to, to, to go get a job maybe, to go... Uh, to to a college if, or, or to a, a program to, to learn a skill, a trade. They, they have that ability, but it's it's a very limited individuality. It hasn't been built up in the as in some other instances. Uh, and and um, the person is, is hasn't moved that far away from what they were like as, as a baby. So no, I mean still an extreme amount, of course, but not as much as they could have. In the case of some other parents, for example, that, uh, did value the process of transmission and they uh, opened up the the, uh, the pipes and, and the gateways and poured a massive quantity of uh, information uh, and concepts and ideas uh, into the into the kid and consequently that that then served as, as raw material to be formed by any potential inherent uh, uh, tendencies uh, and dispositions that, are, that that children are born with. And uh, consequently, an individual is molded. A, more, a fuller individual, a fully developed piece of work is uh, created, right? And, and we say that it passed the, after a certain age, that the, there does seem to be a close of this key uh, process of, of this incredible opportunity to, to, to form a, a full, full-on individual. And after, say, the, whatever the age, we don't want to give a cut, cutoff, but... After a, a kid has, has, has matured, whatever you want to say, 18, just because it's a legal age in some countries, 20, doesn't really matter. After a certain point, it seems very difficult to, to truly contribute to a person's cultivation and truly expand the, the, their self and build up their self. And it seems then to be kind of a mechanical type of uh, uh, um, thing, right? Like, for example, adult, uh, quote-unquote, education, right? So, so an adult goes and, and learns about history, right? But it seems like a, an artificial add-on, like a plastic limb, usually. It's like, the, the you know, okay, now I, I'm already this person. I'm already at the kind of the, the scope of individuality that I have is the one that I have, but then I'm going to kind of try to rem memorize certain facts. I'm going to try to uh, learn maybe a new language. I'm going to try to uh, remember or, or, or recall these different uh, this different information about again history or chemistry or science or biology or art or whatever it may be, but it does not it doesn't seem at least to feed into the the, uh, the cultivation and the expansion of the individual as, as happens when when the kid is a little kid, 
in the in that amazing time period. Uh, so what do we learn from this? One thing is that any and all parents should take their quote unquote education of the child with the utmost seriousness because it doesn't seem to be merely a question of oh now I know um, these cu- couple of facts and and or I don't. What does it really matter? It seems to be a question of literally constructing a person that wouldn't be there otherwise without the education. Again, if we take the extreme example of a kid that is, is deprived of contact and language and, and, and any and all uh, attempts at transmission, what is there? What It's, it's like this, this some kind of blind ball of, of consciousness, if that, of, of awareness. There's, there's, there's nothing at all. Uh, to, to speak of certainly not a human being certainly not a through no fault obviously of, of the kids own it's a huge tragedy and we th- provide the, the most care and concern after that these kinds of cases are, are found out and we rescue these kids and do what we can for them but nonetheless we can't just say what's not true right oh no they're still you know human beings wonderful people no like they're not it's they, it, through no fault of their own it's just uh, it, it's some kind of blank uh, kind of mode of, of willing and emotion and, and who knows what. So we see in the extreme case what it is. So consequently, anything away from that, we see what's going on is that it's literally being built brick brick by brick. A person is being created, right? It, it's, it's, it's not a small matter. So yeah, the lesson is that if we're parents uh, or have any kind of uh, nowadays teachers also, especially in the, the pre-K you know, in the younger years, have a tremendous influence. Frequently, teachers think, "Oh, it doesn't really matter what you uh, the, the, when kids are that little." But apparently, it very much does matter. Apparently, that's literally the, the opportunity to to create individuals. They may not remember that process of creation, but it, it, it's still there, right? And in fact, if we just uh, expand it a little bit from there. We, we also uh, don't remember, right, what are the, the sources of the massive quantity of, um, uh, of information and, and concepts that we use. For example, our language, say the English language. Uh, this is, don't quote this speaker, don't quote me on this, not a historian, but some historians apparently would say that, I think it was, who was it, William the Conqueror, I believe it was, who's the, uh, the, the, um, the, ancestor of, of English royal, of all current English royalty only because he conquered because of his uh, acts of conquering that's why the the English language became modified as it is today and uh, and uh, and basically it's solely because of that otherwise it would have been like old German or something that again it just from what I've heard from from historians so but we, we don't know this right this isn't something in our face oh because one guy a thousand or so years ago went to war and and had this geopolitical beef with somebody and this is why we speak English the way that we do we have no idea but we just do so it's the same thing when a little kid may may not remember the the, the efforts of, of uh, his or her parents and teachers pre-k instructors first grade and all of this but that still is then the foundation of any and all further progress so if we are a teacher we are a parent this is the, this the of the utmost importance it's literally it's more important than life and death, really, right? Because what's life without any kind of mind, without any kind of uh, being as a as a as a, as as an individual? It's, it's not anything at all that we would ever want, right? So that's one thing. But the question is, can we expand our our individuality in in, in a genuine way that that's not artificial, that's not like putting on a plastic limb? After we, after this process, uh, uh, this natural 
process is over, meaning when we're adults, when we're grown up. So the optimistic answer is yes, but probably with some preconditions. And the preconditions here are probably our, is our personality and is our openness and is our malleability and softness to so speak of, of our heart, just to, to use it po- put it poetically like that. Uh, meaning it's our ability in degree to which we can be vulnerable. We can kind of bring ourselves back to that childlike state. We can uh, look with a fresh pair of eyes and with awe on the world at whatever age we're at. In as much as we keep that flexibility and that softness of character, to, to put it that way, open, there, there does seem to be that possibility of continuing on that process and expanding ourselves more and more. And, uh, and it can hopefully go on. There's no reason to think that there's it has anything to do with biological age and its own self. And, and it, there potentially could go on our, our whole life. And we can rem- continue to, to grow and expand our individuality. And arguably, that's what should happen. We should, with each and every passing year, uh, not just grow older in body, but grow older in, in mind. Meaning our... our uh, our knowledge should expand, but not in the artificial way. Okay, now I know 10 new facts. I read 10 new books, so I have 10 new opinions. But in this genuine way, in the way a child's individuality expands at those key developmental times where it's literally a being is being created. It's like, uh, what's a good uh, analogy? Maybe like you put a, a, a drop of, of color in a, in a pool of water, right? And you see it kind of expanding. So in that way, right? That's what we want. But that does require those those other attributes of personality and, and character, because if we're if we become the the way that most adults usually become when we make contact with the real world and we see how uh, how things are, we we close off emotionally, and uh, we don't want to. We we then close off that opportunity, and there's no more learning, there's no more expansion, and it's the same thing. Our body grows older, but it's like the the body of an ox grows older, right? Uh, the the ox is the same shortly after birth, or, or pretty much shortly after. I don't know if it's a couple hours, a couple days, whatever it may be, but mentally it's basically the same thing. A little experience here and there, but basically the same thing. But the body then grows massive, but the mind is the same. So usually it's the same thing. We have the mind that we had when we were 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, whatever age, but then our body is 30, 40, 50, 60. We don't want that. We want our mind to be catching up and hopefully exceeding our body. We want our mind to be, if possible, 100 when we're 30, and then 200 when we're 40, right? And 300 and 400 and so forth and so on. And with continued effort and with the right approach, we can, again, optimistically speaking, expand our individuality like that and and continue on. And that's really the, the best deal for us, isn't it? Instead of being hard as a rock and just all sealed off and immune from any and all further growth and and development. Right, so those are some thoughts there. Kind of covered a lot of things. I don't even know how to best summarize it, but uh, basically, it would seem that the individual is constructed uh, from from different components. To so speak, maybe not not literally, but to, to kind of think think of those things. Um, and, and that uh, the best opportunity for this is is when we're little. And so if we have the opportunity to influence. And create another individual. That's it's our obligation. It's the most important thing, whether in the capacity of parents or, or teachers of young kids. Uh, and if we're if we don't, or if it's just the, we're thinking about ourselves uh, or how this can apply to ourselves, then we need to emotionally uh, get ourselves to to a slightly more 
childlike open uh, state and then try to expand herself from there by, by whatever means that we can, by taking in new ideas, by learning. But again, it, has to, it does have to be in a sort of in, in an authentic way that really does the trick as opposed to in, in the way that we said with the, the um, plastic lambs and that kind of stuff, right? All right, so think about it. Thank you for listening. Thank you.